Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Once in the respect of other men, it's a very worthwhile goal. I don't think a lot of men have the confidence and the humility to admit this, that they want to get the respect of other men and the attraction from women. It's very normal in this day and age to act very individual, like you don't care about your society, your tribe around you, and I find that incredibly demasculating. If you are a masculine man, you will care heavily of what the men in your tribe think about you. It's so uncool to say that these days. It's so uncool to say that you, you care about what other people think. These like depolarized individual sort of lone wolf guys, they make me cringe and they probably do for you too. So you've clicked on this video because you wanna learn how to get the respect of other men. The single greatest thing that you can do for that is to increase your size of your body. Especially for guys who are strangers, guys who don't really know you, you know, you're just walking past a man. When you don't know another man's story, you build up your picture in, the, the picture you have of him in your mind just from the way that he looks. And the biggest part of the way that he looks, which processes in your mind of how much respect you should have for him, is literally just his physical size, his body weight. So the single greatest thing that you can do to get more respect from men is to increase your body weight whilst also training hard to build muscle. So a lot of guys, what they do is they try to stay really lean and, you know, to have like the six pack and they don't want, they're really scared of gaining any fat. And so they start weightlifting or calisthenics and they don't really want to eat more. They don't want to gain any more fat. They don't want to gain any more weight. And so they stay at this quite weak, light body weight. They're 150 pounds, 150, 160, 170. It's too, I mean, 170 is not too bad depending on what your height is. But whatever your weight is right now, Imagine if you just step on, on the scale right now and you see your weight, what would it say? For me, it's about 190 pounds. When I was 170, now I'm six foot one, so 170 for me is very light for my frame. But when I was 170 compared to 190, 20 pound difference, there is such a big difference in how I'm treated immediately by men who don't know me. They don't know my story. They don't know my wealth, my income, my personality. They don't know anything else. All they see is just the man I am in front of them, just the size. And the amount of respect, like subtle evolutionary respect that I get now is so interesting. 
I see men who previously would have, you know, seemed bigger than me, even though like I would have always been more muscular than them, but just by frame and body weight. There was men that previously like I would have moved out the way for. And I've noticed, even though it's somewhat cringe to pick up on these like specific things, but I've noticed people move out of the way for me nine times out of 10. When I move out of the way for another man, it's like something in my, like I'm very aware of it in a sense. Like I, it happens, you know, subconsciously. And then it's like almost I've been training myself to think, okay, why did I move out the way for him? And it's always, always, always because he's just physically bigger. Not so much that, you know, just aesthetic muscle or he's got like the capped shoulders. It's just that his frame is just bigger. He just weighs more than me. We can't help but have such a bias for this. Like evolutionarily, this was like such so important in caveman days. If there was a guy who just seemed like bigger than you, you would have just gotten like a little bit scared of him. And I don't know about you, but that's not how I want to navigate the world. Maybe it's somewhat of like a cringe goal, but I don't want to be the guy who's constantly moving out of the way of other men. So remember, if you step on the scale right now, what weight would it show for you? If you add on 20 to 30 pounds of body weight over the next year, you will experience such a huge increase in the amount of respect from men and also the attraction from women that you see. And it's very important, the numbers that I said, 20 to 30 pounds over the next year. You don't want to gain any more than three, four pounds a month, absolute max. So this is the process of bulking. Bulking is when you eat more, you eat like a lot of calories and you try your best to make it with healthy food whilst you go and train and you do resistance training to build muscle and you gain weight over time. We want you to be on a lean bulk like forever. Just keep seeing your body weight go up. I'm six foot one and I stayed at around 170 pounds for so long because I had this obsession, you know, this social media obsession with like being lean and having abs and the jawline. I thought that was like the most important thing because it was, it was getting me likes on Instagram. It was getting me like likes from little shitty girls on, on Tinder. So I thought that was important. I don't have Instagram anymore. I don't have Tinder anymore. So being detached away from technology, like I have no social media on my phone. I use technology for work and then I just spend my days just like, <laughs> just existing instead of fucking consuming. Now that I'm out of that sort of same rabbit hole matrix, I'm realizing what is important and it's to feel like a man. I don't need to be like this skinny fuck boy who's getting likes on Instagram and you know, some, some external validation. I wanna feel like a man, I wanna feel strong, I wanna feel big. I wanna make my ancestors proud of me. And that comes from just being physically big. It's the single greatest thing you could do by far is just do a very big bulk over the next year, two years, gain whatever you weigh right now, 20, 30 pounds heavier. You will see such a big difference. I promise you that this is the case now. You may have seen pictures of me. I, I don't have Instagram or anything anymore, but if you've been following me for a while, you probably saw what I looked like like one year ago. I was like lean, I had like abs, I had, um, v, v, I had a V-line, I had like veins through my abs and everything. I was pretty lean, I was doing gymnastics and everything. And now I'm like big bulky, I'm like doing bear mode. I'm 190 pounds, I'm stronger than I've ever been by far. I'm repping for like eight, 10 reps, what used to be my one rep max like a year into a, two, a year ago. And I feel strong, I feel good. 
Another way that you can gain the respect of men is simply by looking more masculine. And of course, this is very linked to the physical size, but I'll go through this very briefly because this one's just obvious as well. Grow a beard, anything that symbolizes more masculine traits, male di dimorphism. There's like a scientific term for this, male di masculine dimorphism, which essentially just means anything that is inherently a masculine trait. Like for example, a lower, deeper voice, chest hair, beard, thick, thick, hair, even receding hair, even being bald, because that symbolizes high testosterone. There's a reason why if you walk past two men on the street and they look exactly the same, but one of them is like shaved bald, or one of them's got hair, the shaved bald guy is going to look more like a threat to you. For some reason, you're just going to respect him more just because it somewhat symbolizes one higher testosterone and also the sort of societal, cultural belief of the kind of person a skinhead is. What are some other things that you can do to make men respect you? So those are the things so far, the two things I've said is size and just other sort of masculine physical features. These are what will work on someone who doesn't really know you and he's a stranger, like just a man on the street that you've just walked past. But now let's talk about men in your tribe. Let's talk about men who actually know you and know your story. This is where things like success really come in. Because if you're just successful, let's say you're successful in like a career and you're making a good amount of money and you have some level of social status from that, well, then you're going to get respect from men. You also get respect from men inside of that level of success based on your work ethic. So maybe you're not even that successful just yet, but men will respect you if they see that you're actually putting in the fucking work to get there. If a man notices or sees you waking up at 5 a.m. to work on your business or to wake up early and to like, you know, go to the gym before you go to your nine to five job, he's going to respect you. We as men respect other men who are putting in some serious work. And you can probably see this in the gym. When you go to the gym, you can usually see the majority of guys are just kind of, you know, doing their, their weightlifting and stuff, fair enough. And, you know, the, the best way to lift, I know this is a, like a side rant, but the best way to weightlift to make strength and muscle is to like do the sets and have a very long rest break so your muscle is totally recovered. But you'll usually see one or two guys who are doing some like high intensity kind of training. They're doing like kettlebells or they're doing front squats and then straight away they, they go into push-ups. These, these guys who are kind of fighting demons in their mind and they've got some like problems to go through. And obviously like you can't help but respect a guy who's drenched in sweat in the gym. You just, you can't help it. Even though it might not be this, like, you know, the greatest way to build muscle efficiently. You can't help a guy but respect a man that you see who's putting in that fucking work. So what if you became that guy? Now, I'm not saying to change up your workout routine so that, you know, you're training for more endurance or anything, but be the kind of guy who's putting in such a level of work that other people just can't help but to notice. I can tell you a story of this, actually, when I moved back home to my family's home in 2022. No, in 2020. Fuck, it's been two years since I moved home. In 2020, I started, you know, the gyms were closed for lockdown, and so I bought a pair of the gymnastic rings. And so I would run outside and I would find like a tree to train on. Eventually I found like a really nice tree in like this park that I really liked. And so I would go there all the time and I would keep seeing the same people because I trained there every day. And like this was the part of the, the COVID UK lockdown where you could go outside for like one hour of exercise per day. So a lot of people were like walking or running or whatever. And I would see a bunch of the same people every single day. And I could, I could feel other people's respect of me for the first time in my entire life because before this there was nothing I was doing to to gain the respect of other people I was literally just even in the, like I was going to the gym before this but I was like not strong I wasn't putting in real work I wasn't a good student I wasn't productive or anything so I never really 
had the respect of other people. But for the first time, I noticed people like saying, oh, you're here again. Wow, you look so good. Like, are you training for the Olympics? Like, I did, like, I'm not even that good. At, I'm not even good at gymnastics, like on the rings. But people were like asking me all these questions. But then there was this one particular point, And I was doing this, by the way, every single day, no matter what the circumstances were. Some days it was raining, some days it was fucking freezing, some days it was snowing. And I'm a kind of guy who like, the cold feels painful for me. Still, I would grit my teeth. I would say those magical words, do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. And I would leave my room, put on some music and just run to my same gym ring spot, do my workout there. And there was one particular day that it was raining so heavily that the, the sort of canal next to the park, like next to the tree that I train at. So imagine here's the tree that I train at and 20 meters away is like this kind of canal, you know, where there's like ducks and swans and stuff, like a really beautiful park that had overflowed because of so much rain to the point that all of the, the place that I was training at was like flooded, like with water, like this much over the muddy and everything. So there's literally no one there. I get there, I see my tree and it's, there's just water everywhere. It's like, it's this thick water, like where I usually train and I'm about to turn back and I'm like, nah, fuck it. So I just trod through the water, set it up on my uh, on my tree on the branch, have my music ready, and I'm just like I'm having one of the best workouts in my life because of the somewhat of like the discipline required, but how weird it was. And then I see this is so interesting. I see like a group of youths, probably 18 years old, coming up, and I almost have like a sense of anxiety. There's like six of them. It's kind of like, it's getting a little bit dark. There's no one else nearby. And I'm actually thinking like, oh, what if they say some racist shit? What if, you know, they're going to make money, fun of me or something like that. I'm just training and they walk past me. Like, you know, they've got like wellies on or something and they're all going for a walk together or something. They were smoking weed as well. And literally they, they stop for a few seconds and they say like such nice things to me. Like they're quite like, I'm not trying to insult them, but they're quite like chavvy. So that the way they were talking was kind of like funny, but they were like, whoa, respect, bro, respect, bro. Like they were like, just seeing me like, you know, doing dips and everything. And I can't be, can't believe you're out here when, you know, the weather's like this. Here's a group of guys that I felt a little bit anxious about because, you know, like a group of men at like 18, 19 year olds are coming over to me. They've got hoods up, they're wearing track suits and stuff. And they, they see me, imagine from their perspective, you know, they're going for a walk through like, like the muddy park and they just see a guy who's just fucking training shirtless, like next to the flood. And it's like, it's pissing down with rain and everything. You can't help but respect a man who's, who you see putting in the work like that. So what you've just pictured from my story, how do you become the hero of that story in your own mind? What can you do where you would be that guy who's just so fucking disciplined that people can't help but to notice and like stop and be like, oh, wow, nice, respect for doing this. Being generous and kind is another way to get respect as well. And this is something I've noticed. You know what? I, um, this video is just going to be a bunch of stories, actually. I know maybe it sounds like I'm both. Maybe I am boasting, honestly. Like, I think, like, this is a side rant, but like, you kind of get hated if you describe things that you've done good. You know, if you like, if I say something that I've done, like that story, for example, I'm boasting and I'm not humble, which I, I really don't like. I think as a young man, if you've put in some work to reach a level of success, I think you should tell those stories with pride. I think you should be real. Obviously, still have humility, still know you're not at the ultimate point, still know that you still need to be a student, you still need to improve, but you still be should be at this point when if you've done something good about, you know, you've worked hard, 
you've gotten the respect from someone else, you've done something that you're proud of, that you've accomplished, you should have the confidence to be able to say it without people saying, oh, he's boasting, oh, shut, like, shut the fuck up, bro. If you've built some muscle, show it off, man. If you've built some muscle, take your shirt off and be proud. Like, look at yourself and be proud. So, <laughs> side note, but I think being generous and kind gets you the respect of people. And the story that's coming into mind was I was just in Thailand and in Thailand, the, the people who work there, like the locals, they don't make so much money. Even in like some of the nicer cafes, like I was going to like nice cafes and restaurants and I was doing work there. My friend who lived there for a while, Jack, he told me that the, the people there, they only make the equivalent of like maybe five to 10, $15 a day. Like a few hundred baht, 500 baht, 700, you know, like the, the waiters and the food delivery guys. Anywhere from like five to $20 a day, depending on like which place they're in, which in the UK, we probably make like 50 to $100 a day at least. So obviously there's quite a big difference. And, and that's based on like sort of average income and, and not to sound like a dick. Like, oh, I've got to give a disclaimer every time I, I say something nice about myself, man. I'm going to stop doing that. I'm, not, I'm, going to, I'm going to stop giving disclaimers now when I'm acknowledging my sort of success. I don't have an average income. I have more than, better than the top 1% of the entire world's income. My income is extremely high. And so what's interesting is that even before my income was extremely high, when I first started making money from YouTube, I noticed that I became instantly more generous. I remember when my income was about 1,000 a month, 2,000 a month, so about average, you know, slightly like on the lower end of average for like young people, it's pretty normal to be making like, you know, 1.5 thousand a month or something. As soon as I started making money from YouTube, I started just being more generous. I started just like tipping waitresses and like waiters and, you know, just every service staff and everything. I remember this was a very long time ago, but like in 2021, it was like the last time that I went to like a club in the UK. I went out with some like old friends and usually inside of a club, they have like these guys who's in the toilet and he's always from like Africa or something and, and just quite newly come to the UK and they, they're in the toilet, they work in the toilet and they just kind of like spray people with deodorants and stuff and you're, you're supposed to give them like a one pound coin or something. So obviously it's a very like undesirable job because they're working very late nights, 2 a.m., 3 a.m. in the toilets of clubs. And every time previously, I would just kind of walk past them and not, you know, not want the spray and not want to give them any money or anything and not, because obviously the, the exchange of value is like you're paying one pound for the equivalent of like a five pence spray or something, but you know, it's kind of like part of the club culture. It's a little bit of fun. But um, I remember this one particular night, I was just like, you know, YouTube was starting to like gain some traction that I ended up like just being so happy, so feeling so generous. I had like a full conversation with this guy and then I remember coming back and speaking to him like three times and every time like buying things off him and like the, he had a card machine as well. So I kept on just saying, oh, you just put five pound on for yourself. For yourself. I don't know. He thought I was drunk or something. I literally wasn't even drunk. I wasn't even drinking or anything, but I tipped him five pound, 10 pound. In the, t in the t end, I tipped him maybe like 25 pounds over the night, which is a fair amount of money when I was first like starting to make money and you know, somewhat abnormal for me. I remember as I started making more and more money, especially when I joined this gym, which has a nice restaurant, which I so the gym I go to. And I started like tipping there for the first time. And so my friend Nabil came to see me. He's from a different country, he's from Canada. And he just kind of saw that, you know, I was like making money and everything. And we were talking about it, like, oh, YouTube's popping off and stuff. We sat down, I paid for, the, I think I think I paid for both of our meals and then also tipped the waitress. And he was like, he, he, I could tell he respected me so much. He was like, wow, like I can't wait to be making money and like to have, the, you know, to have the ability to be generous like that. Like 
it's such a good thing that you can do. And so I'm in Thailand and I'm like, I remember this one specific restaurant that I really like. It's the, it's called Sea Sun Cafe in Koh Samui. If you know it, it's like such a, like literally the most beautiful cafe that I've been to in my entire life. Like it has literally like this sunset view, this open view to the, the sea outside. It's fucking beautiful. And the, the waitress there was like being really nice to me and just smiling and everything. And so when I paid for my food, I gave her 500 baht so you usually tip like 100 200 for like you know food and a coffee or something it, you don't even like tip at all in thailand i don't think it's like such a big thing but i gave her 500 and she was wearing a mask but i literally saw her eyes with this shocked facial like that like this shocked facial expression that when you know she took it she was like she bowed to me and everything like thanked me for it I'm getting my stuff. As I'm about to leave, I literally see her and all of the staff look at me, wave at me, smile, and all of them bowed to me as I left. So I leave, I came back home, and I remember like Sam was outside. So Sam is like my best friend. He was, he's like my video editor as well. And so we lived in the same villa in Thailand. I came back up and, you know, he was sat outside doing work and I just told him about the story and like, it kind of just hit me and like Sam said this as well. Like he said, he's surprised that it took me this long. And I, I looked at him almost in fucking tears, you know, it just suddenly something clicked and I was like, I'm actually a nice person. I'm actually like quite a generous person. It just clicked and I was like, yeah, like of course I am. Over the, the last one, two years, I've really shown that. Like with no expectation at all, I've been like, you know, sharing money and everything. And it just kind of hit me for this. And and again, like I, I got the respect of everyone who worked in that cafe. I got the respect from Sam. And when I've told this story once or twice before, and it's like, I get a lot of respect for it because being a generous man, especially being a man who's built up success and then he's like giving back to like, not even the people, like giving back to just a community of people. And in fact, you know what? That linking to the previous point of being generous and being kind and giving back, it's how I've actually gotten the respect of my father because for all my life without really meaning to I've just been kind of selfish I've just you know been self-orientated I've just done my own like played my own video games and everything never really thought about the family never thought about like the work that my father's put in to provide for us and then reaching this level of success even a year ago a year and a half ago reaching like a good level of success making money one of the first things I did was like hire my family. So it, when you have like a limited company, you can hire anyone you want. You can hire your family and you can like pay them a salary. So my sister is my personal assistant. She does a very, very good job. And so altogether, it's like I give my family thousands of pounds, thousands of pounds. And now there's like this, this level of respect from my father for the first time ever where he's not just, you know, barging into my room telling me to turn my computer off because I'm playing video games or something. Everyone knows when my like when I'm in my room I'm working. I don't sit here playing porn like playing porn. I don't sit here playing video games or watching porn or some like scrolling social I don't have any of those things. They know that when I'm in here I'm working and that I'm like providing for the entire family. My dad is too, like I'm not gonna take credit away from him. But it's like I know my father can't help but respect me now. For the first time in my life I have my father's respect. You know, I, I, I did weightlifting for five years straight and I built up like a decent physique. Didn't feel like I ever had his respect. I went to university and graduated, but I didn't graduate with like a good degree or anything. Didn't really get his respect. Worked a couple of jobs, didn't really get his respect. But the moment, and even, you know what, get started to like get some level of clout and success. Didn't really feel that much straight away. It was especially when I started to provide. It was when I started to take more of like a leadership role and responsibility to think, yeah, like I'm making so much money. Of course I can give back to my family. And so I see it in my brother, I see it in my, in my entire family. Like they, they can't help but to see me as a man now. 
an interesting one that's just come to mind a way to gain the respect of other men it's this is quite um vain but it is absolutely the truth is have a beautiful girl by your side who's totally into you we as men like we naturally respect a man who has like a beautiful woman next to him who's totally like if a, a man is there with a beautiful woman even if she seems a little bit bored by him and you know their relationship's not going so well just because you know that they're together you have a, a level of respect for the guy so imagine there's a guy there and he's come in with a beautiful woman it's his wife it's his girlfriend but their dynamic is like oh you know it's a bit average whatever it's they're both on their phones or something you still can't help but respect him because it's like yeah like his girlfriend's fit bro like do you know what I mean but the next level thing is that when you see a man with a beautiful woman and she is so feminine, so cute, and she is like totally all over him, that's when you can't help but to fucking respect that guy. Like the, the guy who has the total love and respect from a beautiful woman, that's, that's an insanely powerful thing. Insanely powerful. I experienced this. So I went on a trip with, should I tell this story? But I won't tell the full story, but there's a very, very, very beautiful woman in my life. And after we took a trip together, we took a road trip, we came back here to my house and then went to my gym and spent the day there training. And then we went into the restaurant. And then as we're outside, you know, my, my gym is very like social. It has like a spa, a, a health club kind of vibe, like a speech club kind of vibe. It's got like pools and, and sunning beds and like a bar outside. So on a sunny day, it's like literally packed. Imagine it's like really packed with people who are like drinking, chilling and like laughing and like, um, there's families, there's guys with girls, there's like groups of girls, groups of guys and everything. So you go outside, it's a very social, vibrant place. And I remember for the for one of the, like I've always gotten a decent level of attention in this gym. I'm, I'm you know, a lot more improved now than I am a year ago, two years ago. But I walk in with this beautiful woman on my, on my arm and she has the perfect energy for this because she is literally, she's just all over. Like she's so totally into me. I tell her like, I can't like believe how cute, how like attractive her energy is where like she's so feminine. We'll be sat next to each other and she literally just can't stop touching me. Like she's leaning in. She's talking to me like this far away from my face. I'm sat there like feeling like a fucking masculine ass successful man. Just like, you know, like staring off into the distance trying to be a Sigma male. And she's like, just like talking to me, caressing me like this. And the amount of extra attention that I got on this night and like I could see the respect of men being built up. I could see the attraction of other women being built up. Women who previously I've noticed have never really paid attention to me, never really looked at me, were now like eye fucking me, eye fucking at me and like smiling at me and everything. It was so fucking different because you can't help but respect a man who has this kind of like energy submissiveness from a woman who who we all want to like you know who we all can somewhat look up to in the sense that she's very beautiful she has nice energy you know what to symbolize this entire video in like one statement to get the respect of other men you just have to do the hard work especially when you don't feel like it <laughs> Mwah. hold up what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 